0: Round one, go.
1: Howdy, howdy, howdy. It's Doug and Marty versus the world. This is Doug Bassler.
0: And Marty McClendon. Welcome to the show. Welcome to a Saturday. Welcome, and I would say this, we are the 4th of April. Um, but I heard just the other day, it's going to be the 4th of May now. Uh, brother, what do you think about that?
1: Uh, yeah, well, um, only God knows what we're what's actually going to be I I have a I you know back when this whole thing started I think I've shared this before uh, with Mm -hmm. our listeners I you know it's just like okay this was not not sitting right and there's so many people that this whole COVID-19 lockdown shutdown whatever you call it it's not sitting right with people there's something contrived about it something wrong with it you know I looked in on the uh, King County tracking site 175 deaths in King County there's a less than 200 deaths across the state. So the majority of them are in King County, where I live. Right. And um, this response seems disproportionate to that. They've been saying, oh, it's going to go up. We're trying to flatten it out. Looks pretty flat. So why? Why are we going to add another four weeks?
0: Yeah. When you you balance things out. Now, I know at the national level, Donald Trump extended the um, ruling to April 30th about trying to be safe and and leaving it to local jurisdictions. Uh, For those who don't know, on uh, Thursday, James uh, extended the stay home, stay healthy order, which basically means stay in place um, from April 8th through May 4th, uh, the 30 extra days Doug's talking about literally 9 million people filed for unemployment across the nation. I know that the, the economy, the businesses, small businesses, uh, restaurants, you name it, are struggling. And another month of Boeing is talking about layoffs. Boeing is talking about shutting things down. That's a, that's a huge employer in our state, not to mention the other employers that we know in the tech companies that, you know, this are making major decisions um, in the next couple of weeks because of this. And, and like you said, why? It seems to be way over proportion. I understand being safe. We all understand that. But when you see a trend going down and what you saw was for three days, Washington didn't have numbers. They go, okay. And even with the chart instantly showed, it was showed that there's a decrease in cases uh, showing up over the last couple of days. So, okay. So what's your, your point is, is like, why would you increase the time if you see a decrease in cases, right? And then you understand they don't want to blunt the curve.
1: And there's a, uh, you know, if you go to the King County site, they have an actual COVID-19 tracking site. <sighs> the, the way they lay out the statistics is deceptive. First of all, the mm-hmm. first thing says number of tests performed. And the top statistic is cases that came back negative. Cases mm-hmm. that came back negative. So it's a gigantic number, right? So they're, you know, 90%, 97% negative of all the tests. And then the t- tests that came back positive is a smaller number and then the then the deaths down below that. And and mm-hmm. so it's it's deceptive because the biggest number that you're looking at is the looking is you're looking at the number of that are not infected out of the test. So mm-hmm. why do they lay it out that way? Right? Because people don't think they don't look, they don't they just look at it, oh my gosh, look at this! this is oh, because like they're trying to, to gin something up. Any rate,
0: at the at the 50- at the conference, though, they, uh, he talked about there could be. This is that could be that range of the. Uh, well, he kept on talking about science. It's funny. He was measurable, scientific, and more like this is a guy that that goes and uh, runs for president on a climate change uh, sort of platform and gets sort of ridiculed because he wasn't serious about it. Now he's here. Uh, and this is all medical and science-based so we could lose up a thousand people. A thousand people is a lot of people in the state of Washington. But like you said, it's like 200, right? And the, and the original, like the nursing home was like 40 of them. So the majority of them happened right away and part, part of it was travel and so forth. But now we have this thing, so we're being safe or careful or destroying, really destroying the economy that was humming. You know, and, and so at what point do you make that balance, right? As a, as a, the executive for the state, okay, right? Well,
1: so, um, when I was, when this first thing came down, okay, look, it stinks, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But is the Lord in it? That's the question. Is God mm-hmm. in it, right? Maybe God's tired of being ignored. You know, mm-hmm. maybe that's the reason there's no sports. Maybe that's the reason there's no new movies. Maybe that's the reason that, that you can't go to the park or you can't go fishing. I mean, think about all the hobbies that are specifically excluded. But the one that gets me the most is the shutting down the churches. And uh, we're going to talk about Rodney Howard Brown here in a minute. But I want to come back to what I read in the Bible, literally the day after that first shutdown happened, where he closed the schools and everything. I read in Mm -hmm. Isaiah 26, 20, go into your inner chambers for a little while. And the Lord showed me a little while. and till the indignation passes, and so, I'm staying, I, I can go, I have an, I have a business, because I'm a media guy, that's exempt, but I'm staying home, and working from my home office, one, because I like to, mm-hmm. but secondly, because, and primarily, because I feel like the Lord said, stay inside, he told me, so, I'm, I'm following the directive of the King of Kings, right, and the Lord of Lords, and then, lately, um, this last, uh, couple of days i think a couple of days ago uh, i think it was wednesday and i I shared this with on the prayer call right Mm -hmm. arise shine deep darkness is on the people and darkness is over the face of the earth and deep darkness on the people that's isaiah chapter 60 verses two but verses one verse one says arise and shine for your light has come Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: the nations are going to come to the light of our rising and so even though this thing is coming and this thing is happening and God is bringing judgment. It looks to me like God's bringing judgment on entertainment and on distraction, on things that keep us from him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then maybe, maybe so, even though I don't like it over here, at the other hand, I have to say, okay, well, maybe the Lord is in it. And maybe what we need to do is be praying that God's kingdom comes and his will be done in this
0: uh, situation. The bottom line is people are watching us to call the name of Jesus. We call ourselves Christians. Basically they want to see how we operate in this time of crisis. You know, is our life different? Do we have more peace? And the idea here is when we know that Romans 8, 28 said he works all things, all of this for our good and his glory. Do we believe that? Do we have faith in that? And it's interesting because we've seen even when the Kim Clement, the, the former, um, evangelist, uh, prophetic guy uh, that prophesied Trump and the victory there. We've seen other pro- prophecies becoming true. Modern And that was back stuff.
1: in 2014.
0: Exactly right. And, and, and previously, too, and well, one popped and, up and, today. And Kim Clement died in 2016 I, before Trump was elected. Exactly right. Do you see the one by Pastor David Wilkerson, another prophetic voice from 1986, came out and says, I see a plague coming on the world, and the bars and churches and government will shut down the plague will hit new york city and shake it like has never been shaken the plague is going to have uh, to force prayerless believers into radical prayer and into their bibles repentance will be the cry from a man of god in the pulpit and out of it will come a third great awakening that will sweep america and the world 1986 so we can always say hey, look come on lord Come, you know, and the idea is there are people that are coming to the Lord. There are literally a thousand people in a weekend, as you said, you know, uh, at a church on an online service. So there are people that were looking for answers or looking for God. And there's an opportunity for us as believers and Christians not, not only not to freak out, but understand that Esther had an assignment. We all have an assignment for a time such as this, and it will, we will get through it, don't you think?
1: Yeah. And also, we're being forced to learn to use technology. Now you and I have been using Zoom to do this radio show for many weeks, maybe mm-hmm. months that we've been doing it because you live across the water, away across the Puget Sound over there in Asia
2: <laughs> and uh,
1: or Gig Harbor Fox or or yeah. <laughs> and I, I live all the way over here in America. <laughs>
0: Better you know, yours resembles more of, <laughs> of communist China than this oh, does, that's for man. sure. you
1: ah. hurt me, brother. I'm wounded. I'm deeply, I'm going to have to go to counseling now.
0: And learn how to we practice. are talking about King County there, folks. I we, know.
1: And the, the, the problem is you're right. any rate, okay. So, um, I'm over here in, uh, you know, fortress Europe, locked down with uh, Stalin, um, but the, um you know, we're, for, we're being forced to learn to do technology to, ex, to really to get the word out via other ma- means, social media, uh, mass media, uh, you know, that is, you know, the platform itself. I mean, the internet is struggling, right? I mean, my internet mm-hmm. provider, which is Comcast, cranked up the speed for everybody, but it still chugs along. It's everybody's on it. You can't get through a conference call, those kind of things, right? So, we're mm-hmm. seeing, you know, the limitations of it, but it, it isn't breaking, It's bending, but it's not breaking. And we're learning how to do some things. And so, you know, we got to be joyful in that. You know, I I do want to talk about um, the responsibility, though, that we've got Mm -hmm. in this. And um, remembering that, um, you know, like I said, I think God's getting tired of being ignored. I think God is tired of his church ignoring the word. Like, let's not talk about homosexuality. Let's not talk about same-sex marriage. Let's not talk about that stuff. Let's just kind of move around it. We'll talk about other things that aren't, you know, controversial, right? And, mm-hmm. and Paul, the apostle, said that all who seek to go- live a godly life in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. So it doesn't really matter what you do. If you're trying to live godly, you're going to get persecution anyway. So why not hit the stuff God, God is hitting? You know, is homosexuality good for you? How about that? Uh, I don't think so. Okay? I think it's got health issues established to it. So, a lot of the stuff that God is saying, hey, you know, don't commit adultery, it's because it's bad. It destroys your marriage. It destroys your children. It destroys you.
0: It destroys generational um, uh, prosperity, generational transference of values, generational. This this is about three or four generations. It talks about it. It's interesting scripture. You're right though. Scripture talks about God blesses us for a thousand generations, but the curses are upon us three and four generations. But when we make mistakes like this, when we we come against God and make laws that are in front to his law. Right. Well, we're seeing,
1: we are seeing a huge amount of people rising up now saying, the blood of the innocents is crying out, which is in yes. that verse
0: 26, mm-hmm.
1: uh, 26, Isaiah is talking about the shedding of innocent blood that the blood is going to cry out. And so a lot of people are, you know, this plague isn't here. I think necessarily because of homosexuality, I think it's part of it. Just our, our, just our, are just ignoring of God and our flaunting of our sin, but the blood of the aborted babies is crying out.
0: Yep. yep. The, uh, in today's scripture too, um, King David, when he became in, into power, got you know, a man after God's own heart. had a, He had his own issues, right? He, you know, he had a, a man killed, took a man's wife, got a baby. I mean, and obviously, but he knew how to uh, seek the Lord. There was a point in time there were a famine, a drought came upon Israel, Judea, when he was king, and he's like. What's going on, Lord? Did I do anything wrong? He checked himself and he was fine. I'm paraphrasing here, but look it up. And the idea that then he went to the Lord and saw uh, the Lord what Lord what going on. God showed him that 40 or 50 years before that they had sinned before the Lord by killing the Midianites and they weren't supposed to. And then and, and because of that, a plague. So they made right. They went and made peace. He went and made peace with the king of that of that town. Uh, made provision for it, and the rain started. And the provision came immediately. So I know this. The Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If we as a nation turn from our wicked ways, repent, you know, and cry out to heaven, he'll hear. And yeah. our land will be healed overnight. Yeah, you that's, know
1: that 714, man. And and we are second, like, hum, humble ourselves and pray and seek his face or something. But you're not getting a lot of people like you, brother, that are saying, repent, turn from our yep. wicked ways. That's where we've got to, I think that's that's where it's going to have to start. And, you know, judgment begins at the house of God, brother. That's
0: right. That's right. <laughs> Come so to your first. No
1: wonder the churches are shut down. Well, we're going to talk about Rodney Howard Brown and what happened in Florida this week. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be great. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is Doug Bassler.
0: And Marty McClendon. Doug and Marty versus the world.
1: For our government to work the way it was intended, citizens from all walks of life must volunteer to run for elected offices. But how do you begin? EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com can help. You'll receive expert help to navigate your campaign and communicate your message. From candidate filing to voters' pamphlet statements, fundraising, and social media, you'll find what you need to run an effective and affordable campaign. EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com. The road to victory starts here. This is Claire. Claire has a great business, and she wanted to advertise on YouTube, but she didn't know how. It was all so confusing, setting up an account, choosing keywords and demographics, and she didn't know how to make a video. Then Claire discovered the secret to great YouTube ads. The experts at EasyYouTubeAds.com took care of all the details, from account setup and management to producing her video ads. Now Claire's friends all want to know how she got so smart. EasyYouTubeAds.com. No experience necessary. It's round two. I am
0: ready to start swinging again. This is Doug Bastler, and I'm still Marty McClendon here in Washington State with our Doug and Marty versus the World program right here on Saturdays, brother. I mean Saturday. You know what day it is each day of the week. It seems no, like they're all working together. Every day, Saturday. <laughs> every days. Every, I wish that every day
1: could be Christmas or whatever. Every day could be Saturday. Saturday's getting old, brother. Getting tired of Saturday. I'm, I need a Monday. Give me a, give me a nice Wednesday. I miss bowling. There we
0: go.
1: I miss bowling day, brother. I,
0: I know. Bowling's been canceled. You name it. But, you know, we're not whining. We're just saying there are things about human interaction. I saw a post. Many of our listeners wouldn't understand this. And side by side. It said the introvert is happy as a clam. Working away or home, the extrovert is beating at the windows, trying to get out. And uh, you and I, and brother, are more extroverted. And uh, so, it's like, yeah, we need an interaction with people. I've had, you know?
1: I've had more Zoom interaction with people, I think, this week than I've had in my entire life. Right. Been to church, <laughs> been to prayer meetings. Um, and, uh, and it's exciting. Um, but I am seeing an intensity. This is causing a, a, a you know, like what you were reading uh, from David Wilkerson. Mm-hmm. I feel like there is a fire that's burning in my, down in my, you know, a fire. Mm-hmm. Shut up in my bones is what Jeremiah called it, right? And Jesus said right. in Revelation, you know, uh, you're, you're lukewarm. You're neither hot nor cold. I wish you were one or the other because I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. And so I think we're losing our, our lukewarmness. And I think that's a good thing, brother. I think we need to lose the lukewarm.
0: Absolutely. When when Jesus said if you're neither hot nor cold, I rather wish you were or hot or cold, not lukewarm, I spit you out, right? Yeah. The idea here is lukewarm doesn't us anywhere. Uh, and that's why the, the scripture verse says, Choose you this day, right? This is who you will serve. Is it you will you serve the Lord or not? Right? Yeah, uh, it's it's say we don't have the middle ground. We don't have this this like either we will or we won't. No, we will or we won't. It's black or white in this regard here. So it's and, and the
1: middle the middle ground is becoming as sharp as a razor blade, exactly right, you in half you will mm-hmm. die so yep. so uh Rodney Howard Brown was arrested i you know, I don't know if a lot of people know Rodney Howard Brown, but back in the uh early to mid nineties uh he was one of the the catalysts of the revival that we had back in the nineties, and he was kind of the the bartender at the laughing revival and um and it was a uh, an amazing thing he he got lakewood going lakewood. Uh, got the gentleman, uh, Randy Clark, uh, went to Lakewood. Mm-hmm. He took that up to Toronto. You heard about the Toronto blessing and all that. So then literally a, a revival that went around the world. That was, uh, so wonderful. And it lasted a really long time. Um, normally revivals last somewhere between a year to 18 months. This one actually literally went on for like five years. And, uh, Rodney High Brown, as that thing was winding down, became a pastor at a church called the river in Florida. Well, last Sunday, they had services and it said, uh, I was reading the, the news report on it and it said the sheriff of that county he's in became enraged. Now, that sounds demonic. Mm-hmm. He became enraged. So, he went over to Rodney Howard Brown's house and arrested him for having an illegal meeting and everything. And so, the Liberty Council uh, jumped in and said, yeah, we'll, we'll take the case. And uh, I saw Rodney Howard Brown doing some several live streams on Monday uh, this last week. And he was like, uh, he's got this accent. He's from South Africa. So he's got this English accent. Mm-hmm. You know, if uh, 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 you can go out and get weed and that's an essential service, then shouldn't the church be an essential service? <laughs> and he was just right? going on. People go to the church to get help. People go to this essential service. So, um Earlier today, I got a, a video sent to me uh, by the Liberty Council, and uh, I'll just play a little bit of it, because... founder and chairman
2: of Liberty Council. Liberty Council, as you know, represents Dr. Rodney Howard Brown and the River Church at Tampa Bay. Breaking news just happened, and that is in Florida and certainly in Hillsborough County, Hillsborough County just reversed itself and they have now declared that churches in the county are essential, meaning that they're able to meet. They have no limitation in terms of size or six foot restrictions. They are free to meet in Hillsborough County. They're now also free to meet throughout the entire state of Florida. As a result of this case, not only is this church free to meet in the county, churches throughout Florida, a state of 23 million people are now free meet beginning Palm Sunday going to Easter and thereafter and because of the notoriety of this case Texas has modified its executive order and declared churches to be essential. Indiana has as well. I believe there's other states that will follow this same action and all of it because of this unbelievable outrageous arrest that was done by Sheriff Chad Cronister in Hillsborough County. On Thursday of last week, that sheriff spoke to the pastor and other
1: church. So, I'm going to stop it there, but uh, this, is, this is an amazing development because Pastor Rodney Howard Brown stood up and was willing to go to jail to get arrested or whatever. I don't know if, I think he went to jail because I think I saw a, a mugshot, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, churches in Florida can meet.
0: The Hallelujah entire state it. and possibly two states. So all the pastors three, three out there states, are listening. Indiana
1: and Texas followed suit.
0: Yes. Nice. Three states now because of one action of, of courage, of standing for your faith. Now, look, the, every pastor out there, even those listening to our show, have a choice to make. And yet, when the church would rise up and unify in this state and push back against what even Inslee is doing and is, sort of, and is overtly, anti-church uh, movement in the Senate and the House with the sexualizing our kids, with the sex education, with all this burdens and taxes and so forth. You know, this is a prime example. Right now, when we're not meeting, we're you know, under, under being safe and virtual. I wonder, I wonder if, if one of the listening pastors of our show is gonna say, you know what? We're gonna meet. We're gonna do it safely, it's optional, but we're gonna b- believe God and we're gonna and we're gonna gather together, right? And see why Inslee, but you know Ferguson and, and Inslee would go after him, right? It'd be like a Rodney Howard Brown thing here, right? And
1: uh I agree with Rodney Howard Brown. I think churches are essential. I think the gospel's essential. <laughs> I think that you know we we believe in God. We believe, you know, part of our, our covenant is by his stripes we're healed, right? Mm-hmm. And right. uh um, you know, what what sh- we need Jesus, brother. Anyway, it's, a, it's an act of courage that's paid off. And I was uh, excited to see that. Um, you know, I can't tell people what, what they've got to do. But no. I'll tell you what, if they open the church, I'll be there. I'll go. They open the church, I'll go. And if, and if it means being arrested or whatever, then that's what it means. I've already faced that. I've been down that road.
0: Well, it's, it's one of those things too. I mean, I don't think we'll ever be the same. I think that's okay. I, I know that we're praying for families, for businesses, for farmers, for those that need to provide for their family that are being unnecessarily hurt right now. And, but I do know that even even we had a friend of ours, a Christian lady friend of ours, brought some food over, and I normally would have gave them a hug or at least whatever. And I didn't. Like okay, when this is over, you know, you know, well, thank you, right? It was that, and yeah, I know you're not necessarily a hugger, but the idea is that. You change some of your behavior based on your respect and so forth. So those type of things may change. You mentioned it the other day. Maybe the handshake will go away. You know, I'm so accustomed to that growing up with it. And yet maybe it will. You know, maybe we're more aware of, you know, our, you know, our cleanliness, right? And washing hands and, and so forth. Who knows? Uh, what, if but I, what if they're wrong, brother? What if a bunch of people don't die? Which is what I-
1: what if, what if well, nothing I'm, happens and you know, one of the things that the, the unintended consequences, the, the, the interconnectivity of the economy, for example, mm-hmm. I saw Wolfgang Puck and another restaurateur on the news the other night and they were talking about the farmers that grow the fresh food that the restaurants yes. use. they it's stacking up, it's rotting, it's going to waste. And my wife's like, we got to go to the store and buy all the fresh vegetables and all the fresh fruit we can because those farmers are going to go under and there isn't going to be any more fresh vegetables. There isn't going to be-
0: Dairy farmers are dumping out milk because they have to, it goes to waste. It goes to the, this goes to the
1: restaurants, right? I mean, that's yep. the rest, restaurants use restaurants up. tons of food.
0: Cafeterias for schools, yep. uh, facilities, you name it, are not being used right now. So it's devastating to your point. Now I would correct you on one thing and say, and I'm, I'm not wearing tinfoil hat here, but you're right. More than likely it won't happen, right? And that more than likely this is overkill, but I, I, I would have to argue that some part of this is intentional. We have Bill Maher, uh, you know, months ago saying we need a good recession to defeat Trump. We've got Democrats all over, you know, working on impeachment, working on, uh, right now they're working on an investigation into the coronavirus response. There, there, there's a political angle to this, and of course also a this, a world a angle. We were going at an unprecedented rate of a great economy, low unemployment, booming, number one in the world, you know, the strongest economy, and then who would have thought, right? There's still, you know, more and more information is coming out of China that they were not honest, that they lied about the numbers, what? that they knew about it beforehand. What? It, it, China? Yeah, right. That oh this could God. still be sure. a manufactured um, thing, so we don't know. There's there's a lot of unknown still, but it doesn't mean it's uh, it's unintended consequences. I think there's some a lot of intended consequences that are wrapped into this. Or like we've heard before, never um, was it the uh, don't never lose or whatever to take advantage of a crisis. Right, there is a lot right. of I mean, people taking yeah. A lot of people taking advantage of a crisis right now. Yep. When we think about this whole, the $2 trillion uh, stimulus package to help people out, like $500 billion goes to Six citizens. Yeah, well, yeah, now it's more. But the $2 trillion initial one before it well, started.
1: I mean, I'm adding in the Fed. The Fed said they're going to buy $4 trillion worth of, you know, okay. stocks and stuff. So uh,
0: of that billion though, billion. so if you go $6 trillion and $500 billion, that, that means basically less than a tenth. Or actually, going to the people. The rest of us going to you know some for businesses, some for loans, that kind of stuff. But there's a lot of pork in something that should be emergent and directly to help the economy, right?
1: I'm making pig sounds. Sorry. <laughs> a lot of hogs in in the Congress. In the yeah. So this. So at any rate, um, but what do you think? Is this from God? Is this the the judgment of the Lord? Is He trying to get our attention? Are we, have we taken our eye off of John three sixteen? for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Have we lost it? And, and now the Lord is shaking our nation. Mm-hmm. He's shaking the world and, and he's bringing down the idols, the idols of financial prosperity, the idols of sports, the idols of entertainment, all the things, I don't think I've ever been closer to my family and I don't think I've ever been more upset with my family.
0: <laughs> proximity does that right there we go this
1: is doug bassler
0: and marty mcclendon doug and marty versus the world and we, we will be right back. back
1: when you want to take your business to the next level nothing drives traffic and increases sales like tv advertising and easytvspots.com is your best choice for high quality effective tv ads Contact us today to learn how easy it is to reach thousands of your ideal prospects with targeted, addressable TV. Grow your sales, revenue, and profit the easy way with EasyTVSpots.com. Broadcast, cable, and online TV made easy. This is Claire. Claire has a great business, and she wanted to advertise on YouTube, but she didn't know how. It was all so confusing. Setting up an account, choosing keywords and demographics, and she didn't know how to make a video. Then Claire discovered the secret to great YouTube ads. The experts at EasyYouTubeAds.com took care of all the details, from account setup and management to producing her video ads. Now Claire's friends all want to know how she got so smart. EasyYouTubeAds.com. No experience necessary. For our government to work the way it was intended, citizens from all walks of life must volunteer to run for elected offices. But how do you begin? EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com can help. You'll receive expert help to navigate your campaign and communicate your message. From candidate filing to voters' pamphlet statements, fundraising, and social media, you'll find what you need to run an effective and affordable campaign. EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com, the road to victory starts here. It's round three, Doug and Marty still versing the world, and right now, it looks like the world's getting the best of us because we've been getting a little upset, but uh, you never know. This is Doug Bassler, by the way.
0: And Marty McClendon, and you're right, but we're not, we're down, but we're not defeated, right? That's, we're that's crushed, but we're not. <laughs> pressed down, yes, but is. not destroyed, whatever. That's yes, yeah. right. That's good, brother. But joy right, comes you know, in the morning, brother. Come on. Amen.
1: So, you've uh, you've been reading your Bible. That's good.
0: That is good.
1: Um. Uh, I mean, you got time, might as well, right? So you're still working. I mean, you're still putting in an eight-hour day, 10 hours Oh, yeah. Day I'm,
0: I'm still putting eight to 10 hours a day. Uh, and thank God, you know, but not everybody, even my neighbor who's a pilot is, is worried and he is rightfully so. I mean, I understand that um, this is all something we haven't dealt with. We've got a, all the economy stuff. Uh, there's no reason for this except for the virus. And so when the virus is gone, you know, we'll see a research. So there is an opportunity right now for us to enjoy our time with our family, to invest in our time, to invest in ourselves. A lot of we being coached coaching our agents to take classes, renew their skills, sharpen the saw, as Stephen Covey would say. Um, but there's also the season of preparation. You know, Esther 414 talked about, we always talk about Esther. She was prepared, uh, she was groomed, she was in the harem. She was able to save the entire nation of Israel from basically genocide at that point in time, because she was the, the, the queen it was able to ask the king. But she went through a process before that of pre- being prepared, of being beautified, of being uh, groomed into that position. This is a great time for believers to be prepared for the, the riches and, and, and blessing and the promotion coming out of this. So, um, yeah, I do, I don't know, I know that uh, you asked me before the break about is God doing this? Is this God's judgment? I'm saying that I know scripture says that God uses all things. So whether this is from God or not, he's going to use it for our good if we allow him. So for that, I'm grateful. And uh, for me, I just want to make sure that I'm hitting the mark even while I'm home so people can see, be encouraged by it. And the show and all of us listening, whether you are facing layoffs or you got a job, um, count your blessings. Know that we are encouraging you. Know that God's got a plan. Know that you're right where God wants you right now, and He's got He's gonna, you know, this is uh, only temporary. Um, yeah, it's like
1: I shared last week. You know, I got those two words: distinction and transfer. Mm-hmm. You know, so God is making a distinction between those that know Him and those that don't. And you know, Marty, I hate to say this, but there's a lot of people in church that don't know the Lord, mm-hmm. and their their religion is based on, uh, you know, maybe a morality. I'm not saying they're not. Like, wow, that's great. I mean, at least they're not, you know, trying to, you know, whatever. They're At least they're in church, right? I, they, I heard somebody say that about Ananias and Sapphira. Well, at least they died in church, you know. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's like, um, but the, uh, the idea is that this thing is not about the things I do and the things I don't do. I mean, the things I do and the things I don't do are going to change if I have the relationship with the Lord right, right? Because he is going to be able to correct me. The the Bible says that the Lord disciplines those he loves. And if he doesn't discipline you, it's because you're not his kid. Okay. So, we face this stuff. Have we been being disciplined by the Lord before the coronavirus crisis, right? Right. If you've been being disciplined all along, this doesn't bother you. It's uncomfortable. Don't like it. But it's like, I, I feel like the discipline of the Lord is on this. And and we've been praying and we've been asking God to do something for America and to do something for the world. And when something like this comes, you know, do we, you know, can we just stand in faith and say, maybe this is it. <clears throat> maybe this is the mm-hmm. thing that, that we've been praying for. And we didn't even know it. Like when, um, I forget which which prophet it was, one of the minor prophets. And he was talking about, you know, Babylon, you know, and this thing and, He's like, oh my gosh, Lord, are you gonna let the unrighteous judge the righteous? And the Lord's like, yeah, actually I am. I'm going to use Babylon. And he called Nebuchadnezzar his servant. And so, you know, even though coronavirus is, you know, whatever, is that the servant? Now, the other side of this coin is it's gotta have a it's got a a devilish side, a demonic side as well. The coronavirus seems to be isolating. And targeting the baby boomers, my generation. Those those mm-hmm. are, you know, born from forty six to nineteen sixty four. You know, before you, brother, before you. Yes, did. before I. Was. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this uh, because there's something on the boomers. There's something mm-hmm. on the baby boomers. There's a wisdom that's come. We've always been, you know, we've been kind of a, um, I don't know how you put it, like a. Um, We've been like a warrior generation we protested vietnam and we did all you know we did all these things right we didn't we were we were like the show me you know we 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 rebelled against cold dead religion when when the jesus movement hit in the in the early 1970s uh who did it hit it hit the hippies it hit the boomers it hit those mm-hmm. guys it hit you know i was touched during the jesus movement i never really got saved in the jesus movement but i remember it and i remember i was getting some some really cool literature and i was feeling the presence of the lord as a, you know, and I was a young feller. you know, I was like 12, 13, whatever. And, um, but it really, you know, uh, who's that guy uh, down there um, in LA? Has the big, oh. oh the Dream Center? A- no, uh, yeah, Dream Center's out of it, but um, yeah. it's the guy, the, the big guy before the Dream Center guy. But um, he, still, he still preaches. Anyway, he was a Jesus movement guy. And um, so, a lot of these older, you know, 60, 70-year-old uh, guys, they were out of that jesus movement and that that thing and so there's a wisdom and there's a you know we've had to fight and we've had to war it was easier to be a christian in the 1950s than it was to be in in the 1970s the 1980s right when when uh, after the sexual revolution and all this kind of stuff so there's an attack on it and what is that that's got to be an encouragement because what happened to israel right before they got out of egypt right there was an attack on the babies Right? There was attack. They were trying to kill Moses before, mm-hmm. you know, and then Moses, it did end up in the river, but he ended up next to Pharaoh, right? Mm-hmm. So you're not going to thwart what God's going to do. All right. But it's, it's odd to me that this thing is targeting the older folks.
0: It, it, good point. Because one, it destroys the wisdom of the ages, transference of uh, values through it, the, the ones that have fought the war. And to your point, too, all throughout history, whenever God was doing something, the devil destroyed babies. Would it be Moses? Would it be Jesus' time? Would it be current time? You see this, and and to your point, that is interesting to see here too. Is that we need to be praying for those and, and re-engaging our elders, our boomers, are the, the greatest generation they call it, right? Um, because there's a shift going on. And for me, I know there's always a scripture verse, and and what the Lord's been highlighting for me has been Jeremiah 29:11, which is our family verse, right? And the Lord says, "I for I know the plans I have for you." plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a future and a hope. But the, the the accompanying verse I'm getting is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, right? It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. The idea, are we doing that? Are we leaning not on our own understanding? Or are we leaning on, leaning on his? Are we trusting him with our paths? And I think that's a, a call back to now that we're all home with our families, are we bringing back and saying, you know what? I don't get this, but I trust the Lord and he'll direct our past. Don't you think?
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a, that direction that comes when we know him, we've got to know his voice. We've got to, you know, we've got to hear what he's saying. And then, you know, we've got to be obedient to that voice. We need to do what he's calling us to do. And um, so that means not leaning to your own understanding, right? I mean, mm-hmm. got Mm -hmm. to you've got to be able to say you know what that doesn't you know logically not cool right and i had a lot of Mm -hmm. people say oh rodney howard brown not cool that wasn't cool what he did yet what did he do is he brought he allowed churches to be put on the list of essential services for not only the state of florida our most populous state but for three two other states and it'll probably go across the country and um
0: and the, the well, two of say. the largest states in the nation, right? Uh, Florida and Texas are two of Correct. the largest, besides New York and California. And so you got the polar opposites there. That's amazing. So, um, and look what look what could happen, right? When we when we trust and have him order our steps.
1: So I wouldn't. You know, I'm not saying okay, let's go out and just do that because he did that. That he no. did that because you know he was led to do that. That was what mm-hmm. he was called to do, and uh, we need to do what we're called to do, right? I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's it. We got to hear from the Lord, um, have that relationship, get, get in there with the Lord and hear what he's saying. And um, you know, that scripture that, that really came to light to me this morning. And I was just, I was trying to figure out some other verses and I was kind of flipping through it. And the Lord really brought, brought it to my attention. But that, that, that verse that Jesus said, you know, at knock, you know, ask and you will receive, knock and the door will be open, you know, seek and you'll find. And mm-hmm. I know I got the order mess, messed up there, but, you know, what do we want? You know, are we praying for what we want? You know, Jesus went by one time and he was looking for some figs and uh, there was no figs and he cursed this fig tree. And then they, they went by it later and the thing was dried up. And the, the mm-hmm. disciples like, wow, that's weird. That thing dried up after you cursed it. He's like, you know what? If you have faith in God. You can have whatever you say. And so, do we want to get back to work? Or do we want the will of God? Or do we want the church to reopen? Or whatever. Are we praying and we're asking God to do that? Because he said if we, if we yep. ask, we'll receive.
0: Yep. I love that too. And one of the things I've heard a teaching as well, when you read the, the scripture of that, it says, keep asking. Keep knocking, keep seeking. And I think, wait, I'm speaking for myself, folks. Well, oftentimes we'll,
1: sales, you already know
0: that. <laughs> well, I mean, it's true, but oftentimes though, we ask and then we'd stop asking. We right. seek and we stop seeking. And, and it talks about the widow and the judge. She kept on pestering the judge until he gave in. The idea is we're supposed to be that persistent. We really want something, you know, and we, we need to keep on seeking after. And God, God is faithful. God is faithful to give us this, but he's wanting us to persevere and push through on this. And to, and to your point here is, is, okay, we don't know. We don't know exactly what we want his will, though, because his will is usually better. I'm saying usually it's always better than what we think is best for us, right? His ways are our ways. His thoughts yep. are
1: not our thoughts. As the heaven is higher than the earth, so are his thoughts higher than our thoughts, right? Amen. But his thoughts yeah. are good toward us, and, and we can't number them. He's thinking about Marty and Doug and you and everybody else all the time. And you can't even, he's thinking about us so much. He loves us so much. He didn't want us to just keep on doing our prosperity thing and our America first going great thing right into hell and not, and forget the poor and forget the lost and forget the mm. perishing and to uh, not, not worry about the dying. And now we're kind of forced to, to deal with that. But are we going to, are we going to take advantage of this? Um, you know, getting, Getting locked in isn't, it can still be easy. You still got lots of streaming video, you got video games, you got whatever. Mm -hmm. But maybe we should take this time and see what the Lord is saying.
0: Amen. Amen. We'll we'll be back with more, right? This is Marty McClendon.
1: (laughs) And Zach Bassler. Doug and Marty versus the world this is Claire. Claire has a great business and she wanted to advertise on YouTube, but she didn't know how. It was all so confusing, setting up an account, choosing keywords and demographics, and she didn't know how to make a video. Then Claire discovered the secret to great YouTube ads. The experts at EasyYouTubeAds.com took care of all the details from account setup and management to producing her video ads. Now Claire's friends all want to know how she got so smart. EasyYouTubeAds.com. No experience necessary. For our government to work the way it was intended, citizens from all walks of life must volunteer to run for elected offices. But how do you begin? EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com can help. You'll receive expert help to navigate your campaign and communicate your message. From candidate filing to voters' pamphlet statements, fundraising and social media, you'll find what you need to run an effective and affordable campaign. EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com, the road to victory starts here. There it is. You know what that is, right?
0: Yep. The saddest sound in radio. Come Means on. Means we're in the final <laughs> round,
1: four-round title fight, heavyweight championship of the airwaves, Doug and Marty versus the world. This is Doug Bassler.
0: And Marty McClendon. And we got the world right where we want it, right now, and ready to concede in Jesus' name. I'm just saying. So In the world,
1: what... you will have tribulation, Jesus said, but he said, cheer yes. up. Cheer up. Yep. I've overcome the world. So he's he keeps overcoming the world, and we keep taking the title. So that's great. I'm gonna hold up the the big uh, Doug and Marty versus the World title belt, walk around the ring with it, and uh, you know, break, pray. That, you know, <laughs> I'm the baddest in the land. <laughs> you know, That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's what Rocky said. Love those Rocky movies. You know, this is yeah, uh, me too. Me too. You know, this is an incredible challenge. uh, I don't know. how do you think the President's doing? I, I personally feel like he's really showing incredible crisis management skills right now.
0: You know, yeah, and I, I'm glad we're talking about this too, because I know we talk about politics on a regular basis. and it's this is a, a prime example where politics, our faith, the economy, it's all intermarried. And uh, True leadership, people the called, you know, can make a huge difference. I think he's done a fantastic job, and people may agree or disagree, but the point is, you people are getting resources. He's supporting governors, even governors that hate him, Ainsley, um, the Newsom from uh, California, um, Cuomo from New York, right? And yet he's working with them, and they're all saying he's providing now his team. The fact he put Pence in place, I think, some fantastic thing. Fauci and uh, and Berg the doctor's talking about it. Wow. Amazing. You know, the information that they're tracking and this can't be easy. You had a businessman, right? Come in and set records when it comes to cutting regulations and and doing these things that are fantastic. The economy is roaring faced with a true crisis that, well, anyway, we'll talk about that, but really it's affecting the entire nation in the world right now. And yet they're looking to him for leadership. And so, you see, even his enemies turn towards him, and now his approval ratings are up. So, give the man kudos, right? And you know, um, I think um, that prayers are working. That he still needs prayers because this has got to be incredibly uh, draining. When you think about, in the midst of this, you still have this political two-hour
1: press yeah. conferences every I know. day. And you know, I was watching him today, fidgeting. During the press conference, yeah, like he's got things he wants to be doing right now. There are standing here to make to to reassure the nation, and he, you know, I'm like, I'm looking at him, I I like, I know how he feels. I could tell him he was kind of fidgeting back and forth, and, you know, gee, I wish this was over so I could get back to work.
0: And you ever? I have things to do, right? I turn this around, get uh, deliver things, and but. We have um things are going on in the Middle East This entre- things it's
1: entrepreneurial side, right? He's gotta mm-hmm. you in and, and and he's learning and he's growing as a leader even as he's doing this. And that that proves that he's a good leader. You've gotta let mm-hmm. your team do what what your team does, right? Right.
0: Hold them accountable, but then let them do it. Right. And their experience, and Pence is doing a fantastic job of putting the right people in the right place. More and more news is coming out that he responded sooner than anybody else did during the impeachment process.
1: And then he'll actually talk to Jay Inslee. So, what do you think about Mike Pence then? I'm just kidding, brother.
0: Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, the thing is, is uh, this has not happened before either. Even when in the middle of, of four. Previous crises, whether it be the oil embargo, the uh, Iran thing where we had uh, uh, prisoners, where we had uh, economic crisis, Iraq war, you don't see the vice president ever taking on that big of a role. And yet, he identified that Vice President Pence had experience with this, managing this type of thing, put him in charge, he's doing a great job. So, I think So, what about,
1: okay, so along that way, you know, since mm-hmm. you brought it up, we were, they identified a threat from Iran this, mm-hmm. this week. And so all of a sudden we deploy this huge fleet over there, and uh, you got these military guys on there, and they're like, "We're we are watching you." I, did you see that press conference? We're watching you. You get this We're four star you, chip right? guy. and if you mess with us, we will take whatever steps we need to bring. We'll bring whatever assets we need to bring. I was just like, I like that guy.
0: That guy's tough. In the midst of it, too, they had a press conference think it was on Wednesday, too, where they came out, and um, a bunch of lefty um, trunched trump derangement syndrome, people I know were all angry because they are talking about drug busts, but they have one of the largest drug busts in u s history in the midst of this.
1: No, they got basically the City Council then or
0: nah, that's funny, but but the cartel and the drugs from you know the idea here is, is the government, even though we're hyper focused on getting things done. The administration is still working on trade, working on security, working on the military, working on uh, drug, right? Making America safe. So um, yeah, I think we need to be rooting for this president and rooting for a, a strong recovery. But to your point and to our point earlier in the show is in God's will, right? We want God's will to be done, you know? And his will is to, to bless us and prosper us, but in his way. Uh, in alignment with His will, that people are saved, and and you know we 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 come back to the values and the family and the generational blessing that we uh, had come accustomed to, right? Yeah, mm. yeah, I agree. And so
1: again, I think it's a question of can we hear from God personally? Mm-hmm. You know, how's your how's your relationship with the Lord personally? Even in the midst of this crisis, you know, I'm still thinking of the parable of the the talents, right? You know, talent was not small. When it says it says he gives the guy five talents, gives the other guy, what is it, two, and it gives the other guy one, right?
0: Depending and on what then what story you read, it's either, it's either one, five, and ten, or five, ten, and what so on, right? Five, two, uh, and one, or whatever. Yeah. Even
1: one talent, though, I went and looked it up. A talent is Me 35 too. pounds.
0: It's 35 yeah. pounds. Some scripture and says th- 35 to 80 pounds. You're right. right. Yeah. Of it's, gold. It's, it's,
1: it, yeah. yeah. If it's 35 pounds of gold at today's rate, one talent is a million dollars. <laughs> it's a yeah. lot. But but the average person makes more than a million dollars in their life. So, technically, we've all got at least one talent, right? So, are we going right. to bury it? Are we going to keep right. it safe and like, well, Lord, I didn't drink, I didn't smoke, I didn't chew, and I didn't run with girls that do. You know, are we going <laughs> to be the people that are going to say, you know what? The Lord loves you and he, you can be saved and you can go to heaven and you can serve him on the earth and you can see, you can do exploits. You know, the book of Daniel says that in the last days, the people of God are going to rise up and do exploits. They're going to do, you know, great, bold things and they're going to do courageous things and they're going to do great works and great deeds. And, and Jesus said, you know, I'm, you're going to do greater works than I've done because I go to the Father. You know, we miss those scriptures. You know, mm-hmm, a few people mm-hmm. hit them. But we miss them, and they're there, and you can't, you can't deny that they're there. And so, I'm like, okay, well, Lord, well, what is it? You know, so, am I doing greater works than Jesus right now? No. But does that mean I don't have access to it? No. I have access to it because it's in the scripture. We have access. Yep.
0: The, so, the, how do I the, get it, brother? Yes. Go to, go to the Father, Prayer. receive Jesus, right? Come on. Prayer. Let's do it acceptance and repentance and forgiveness and receiving it. Now that parable Jesus talked about the three it was one, five, and 10 or what, two, five, whatever the numbers are. Right? My, my scripture says one, five, and 10. The, the Each one was given a different amount based on their abilities. Think about the, the person got 10 talents, right? What it'd be 300 pounds of gold. They went out and doubled it, right? Got to work. The five talents went out and doubled it and they got to show you know, they have d- doubled it. The one buried it, right? Um, even though, the 10 talent had uh, got more because they had the, the ability and the skills to do more, five talent did. That one talent was given to the guy with 10 talent because he was already faithful with it. The idea here, we're, we're all gifted in different ways. So what are we gonna do with it, right? God's given us skills and talents and a placement and a position wherever we are. Let's go out and get to work, right? Uh, uh, obeying and seeking him and fulfilling our calling, you know, and doubling, right? Uh multiplying that and not wasting what God's given us. And the thing is, is we always talk about, you know, this this battle now is it's unfair that people have billions. Well, what are they doing with the billions? Maybe they've been faithful with the billions and therefore they have more billions, right? You know, and, and some have zero and they still have zero because they're burying it. You don't know. You know, and some start with zero and and, and have billions eventually or millions. Um, but the idea is about faithfulness there. It's about trust. it's about be, um, being obedient in this. And, and, and it's it's there's a lot of things where even I was thinking about what you're talking earlier too, even when when Jesus went out and started his ministry, went out into the forty days in the desert right and got tempted and tested, right? He was tested first by the flesh. And then he was tested uh, by by money or possession of by power, right? And then it was like you know so we're all in those ways. are we faithful in with our with our body with our physical lust with our desires are we faithful with what god gives us our financial possessions are we faithful with the authority he's given us in the kingdom and if we are he can trust us with more right those are our talents we've been been given so
1: so good you know uh, i just love that verse in luke where it says that jesus you know when he came out of the water the holy spirit you know came on him and he was filled with the spirit but when he comes back from the desert After the test, it says he came back in the power of the spirit. Yes. Completely different. So you can be filled with the spirit and you can do that kind of thing. But do you have that, you know, that power that comes from resisting the evil one? You know, the Bible says, draw near to God. He'll draw near to you. Resist the devil. And what? He will run from you. He will flee from you. And uh, so uh, I just love that other scripture. I remember reading this as a young Christian. It's like. You know, there's no temptation that's overtaken you, except that which is common to man. But with the temptation, mm-hmm. the Lord will provide a way of escape. And I've, I've seen that my whole life, that when I'm tempted to sin, there's always a moment. Even when you fall, you can look back and go, there was a moment when I didn't have to do that. There was a mm-hmm. way of escape right in the middle of the worst temptation of my life. There was a, a chance for me to say no. And that's why we're all guilty before God, because mm-hmm. we all knew that we've done, you know, done wrong. I read that in Isaiah today. All of our righteousness is that's filthy rags. And of course, there's some, you know,
0: graphic
1: right. teaching on that as well. But, but we, we can go and we can get clean and we can do better and we can do exploits. And it's not just so we can go to heaven in the by and by, mm-hmm. you know, later. He wants us to do exploits on the earth. We have a purpose yep. on this earth. Everyone listening to us today, you've got something in you that only you can do. And God wants to get a hold of that. And he wants to see you get it done. And, right. uh,
0: and if you're facing a test right now, the test becomes for the testimony the test becomes before the promotion. The idea here, we know that tests come. Can we overcome? We can. We can overcome in Jesus name. We can overcome, right? Uh, and right there, overcome the physical, the emotional, the, the financial tests to prove faithful that he can give us more. The idea that we can trust us to be over cities and nations—that's what we're called to do, right? Yeah,
1: and and you know, we 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 all fall short, and we all have problems with our self-esteem, right? It's like, well, mm-hmm. who am I? And I'm just this little nobody over here. You know what? You're in the you're in exactly the right place where God can use you. You know, David was just a little nobody shepherd boy. His brothers didn't even think he was worth. You know, why are you even here? You're a cocky little brat, is what they called him. In some of the translations and things like that. And yet, he was called to be a king and, and, mm-hmm. and, a, great, and a king that God loves so much, even when he fell and murdered one of his, you know, best guys just to get his wife. God still said, he's a man of my own heart. There was that redemption, that redemptive purpose. And I think God, mm-hmm. you know, God's got his hand on every listener, right? And you're not, you're not over there somewhere, but you are actually in the very middle of God's will.
0: Amen. That, Amen. That's what
1: i be encouraged. That's what i got to say. Marty just <laughs> Hey, don't shout me down when I'm preaching. Good brother.
0: I said, be encouraged. I love it.
1: <laughs> we're going to, you know, we're going to keep going. We'll be back again next Saturday. We want you to be encouraged. Pray for what you want. Do what God's calling you to do. That's the way to be happy. This is Doug
0: Bassler. And Marty McClendon. Doug and Marty versus the world. God bless and God bless America.